Have you ever been encouraged before? Do you have an encouraging story or a testimony that you would like to share with others? Well, this is what we do here on the Encouragement for a Podcast. Here people come and share an encouraging story or a testimony on how they overcame a tough season, how God has blessed them, and how they're able to move forward. We've all been encouraged once before, so why not encourage one another? Pass it on to someone else. That's where Encouragement for it comes from. This is your host, Jarkeisha McGahey, also known as Coach Sunshine Jam. Make sure to tune in to this next episode. Tune in now to hear the most played episode of the podcast as we celebrate the one-year anniversary. This is the very first episode that I recorded where I share a part of my testimony called Trust the Process. Enjoy. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Encouragement Forward. On this episode, I will be talking about my story. I know you're kind of like, what is your story? The question is, I always ask everybody, what is your story? We all have a story that we need to tell, that somebody needs to hear, somebody needs to have a word of encouragement or a testimony on how you've overcome a tough season. And to say that I'm still not going through a tough season would be an understatement, but I know God will see me through it. Before I begin this testimony, begin my story, I want to start off with a word of prayer. Father God, I just ask that you just bless each and every person that hears this story. Bless all those who come to hear it and receive it. May it encourage and uplift each and every person, Lord, in an area where they're needing a little guidance. Father God, I pray that you will work through me to minister to your people. Father God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I thank you for all your many blessings. Amen. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone, because I know he holds the future, and life is were the living just because he lives. My name is Keisha McGahee. I am an Alabama native, born and raised. I've been here all my life. <laughs> um, I am a cytotechnologist. I study cells. I look at cells behind a microscope. I mean, our primary specimen we look at is a pap smear. We are normally the main people who make a diagnosis even before the pathologist does. I am also an encouragement provider. I love providing encouragements to others. I have one daughter and two bonus daughters. And my husband and I always have almost been married five years. It'll be five years this June. I know we're still kind of like early in stages, so I guess they <laughs> newlywed, but he is my best friend. I am able to talk to him. He's there to uplift me. And you all, I feel so overjoyed to do what I'm doing right now. 
and that's to share my story with you. In 2013, it was a little bit rough for me. I was in school finishing up my master's and it was um, a tough season. I was stuck in a complete cycle that was over and over a financial cycle. I was living a little bit above my means and then I got diagnosed with my MS, which in actuality wasn't like a burden to me. It was actually a relief to know what was actually going on with me. I know most people are like, well, how could you say that? But you got to understand for a little while I was having parts of me that felt like if you cut my body in half, half of it didn't feel like me. Then on top of that, trying to finish up school, then um, on top of that, just going through a financial repetitive cycle where I was almost evicted out of my apartment a couple of times. And it was just a lot on me at that time. And it even got to so point that I got to a dark place back in like 2014. I didn't almost have the money to take my boards that was gifted to me. Um, I took my boards and even before then just applying for jobs and just hearing no over and over and over again and still being in that financial cycle. And it was like, Lord, what, what's going on? And it got to that point, I just got to a dark spot. And I remember saying back in February, 2014, that I wish I wasn't here anymore. I remember telling my mom and the person I was dating at the time, I was like, y'all will be better off without me. But God turned that around for me. He blessed me with the job that I had applied for that I had even thought like, oh, well, I hadn't heard from them. They're not going to consider me. So that turned my faith around within like a week of saying that or even a few days after making that statement. It was like, you know, I got to see how meaningful and I, that I was supposed to be here. Even during that time, God blessed me with that job, which wasn't the job in my field, but it got me close to it. And now that's also the job where I end up meeting my now husband. <laughs> I know that's a funny situation, but um, a couple years later after that, I met my husband, my now husband. And so, but the thing about it, even with that process, he blessed me with that job. And then it, he, it was a job I was going to have that was going to be a temporary job that came about and I wasn't looking and it just came to me. And um, they asked me, was I still even interested in the job? And I said, yes, you know, um, sure. And so during that season, he blessed me with a job that it was going to be temporary in my field. But in the end, it turned out it came to be a permanent job with benefits. And of course, they had me move into a town that if anybody that knows me knows, I'm an Auburn fan. So I would have never thought to be moving to Tuscaloosa to be living in T-Town. And I was so grateful, you uh, just don't know, I was so grateful to have that job. Yes, it was moving to T-Town and starting anew, but during that time, it helped me to grow. I met people that um, I wouldn't have met. I still have relationships with those people that are there. And then later on, um, I, I built a family that are still there. So during that time, he brought me out of that dark spot. He blessed me with that job. He brought me to T-Town where I got to grow more. I got to experience some more things in life. Um, during that time, I got to just find myself to say, um, in that sense, with, with what's going on with, um, relationally and even growing closer to God. And I was already, don't get me wrong, had a relationship with God, but I grew even closer. I got even deeper into my relationship with him and sought him harder than I had ever seen him before. And then fast forward into 20. 16, I got married to my husband. And then um, during that time, it was, I remember before that I was in a prayer small group at um, Church of the Highlands. And I remember talking to one of my small group 
um, leaders. And I just said, you know, I want, I, I was praying. I said, I want to ask God for three things and I feel like I'm asking for too much. And she said, no, you can never ask God for too much. God is always willing to do things for you. And during year 2017, to say it was a roller coaster. I said I had, you know, three three things um, that bad that happened and three blessings that happened. They kind of, I guess, balanced each other out. But then um, I prayed for, I said, I wanted a job closer to home. I wanted to have a baby and I wanted a house. Well, let me tell y'all, when you ask for God for something, you better be ready to receive <laughs> what he's ready to give to you. Because during that time, God did bless me. Um, on March 11th, I had to put my dog down that I had for almost 15 years. And then on March 22nd, I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter. But even before that, on March the 17th, I got an interview for a job that I had got um, turned down for a couple different times. And one of the times my attitude wasn't where it needed to be to even receive that blessing. But um, March 17th, I interviewed at um, UAB Hospital. And then Five days later, that's like I said, March 22nd, I found out I was um, pregnant with my daughter and I didn't know I was having a daughter. We waited till the end to find out. But then um, later on, I ended up April finding out that I got the job and I got to move closer to home. I literally lived five minutes away, maybe 10 minutes away with depending on the lights from UAB Hospital, which was a blessing. It was at um, I moved to my husband's um, apartment. And then from there, um, the next thing happened, my grandma, she fell ill and she um, passed away that July. Yeah, she passed away that July. And then that August, we closed on our house. Now, remember, I said I prayed for three things. He gave me a job closer to home. He gave me the baby. And then, you know, I got my house. So God gave me those three things. And even later on, I lost one of my best friends. He passed away suddenly. So like when I said, it was a roller coaster. But the one thing I could tell y'all through all of this is I had to trust the process and I'm still trusting the process. There's still so many things that are going on even currently right now. And now we will have a word from our sponsors. Um, my husband has just recovered from having a stroke back in June of 2020. 2020 was a year, y'all. It really was that um, February, March, I had, or March, April, somewhere in the, the days are kind of running together. I was furloughed from my job. I was in the being at home with my daughter, which brought me, you know, closer to her. And then a week after I returned back to work from being furloughed, my husband had his stroke. And just to hear how he could have almost not been here and that we could have been having a very tough conversation, it let me see God's hand over everything. Um, in 2020, everybody kept being like, oh, I can't wait for 2020. And I was one of those that was like, yeah, it's a year of vision and, you know, I'm going to have this to do and that to do. But one thing I can tell you, 2020 has taught me to just cherish what you currently have right in front of you to cherish each day because you just never know what's going to happen. And people kept saying, oh, I'm ready for 2021 to come. And I'm like, who says 2021 is going to be any different than 2020? I mean, you go into the year with expectation, but you don't be like, if anything, this last year has taught us, you know what? Just cherish what you have right here in front of you. Enjoy the family time. Enjoy that time that made us slow down because think about it. We were so busy and always on the go. And, you know, doing any and everything. Well, and also with me, 2020 went out with a bang. 
Um, my dad passed away two weeks before Christmas. So think about it. I'm dealing with all this still. My husband recovered from a stroke um, and just everything that just happened. And my dad passed away at the end of the year. Like it's been a rough time, but you know what? I'm still trusting the process. There are a lot of things going on right now that we have a lot of unknowns. We don't know what's going to happen next, but God birthed this within me. I have been fighting about doing speaking in any kind of way. And I love to talk. Anybody knows me know I love to talk. And God has given me messages, titles of messages, but just not the words to go with them. I haven't had that for years and I didn't know how to use them. And then it was put on my heart. One of my um, best friends told me, she was like, um, you know what you need to do, but what you won't do it. And then when I asked people like, what are you good at? Most people are like, I'm a good communicator. And then it came to me, I've been trying all these different things and it's like, this is what you need to do. Put your voice out there, have other people to talk, to interview and just see what happens. Like focus on that one thing, stop trying to live another dream. And my word for this year is confidence. And I know most people be like, what do you mean your word is confidence? My word is confidence, y'all. Trust me, I'm easy to talk myself out of things. I'm very doubtful at times and I'm one of those people that I get very, I have anxiety depending on the situation. I'm not a confrontational person. Some things just make me feel like, no, you're not able to do it. I'm very critical and hard on myself. But one of the things, even with me and all that's gone on, the one thing I've been holding on to, and I heard it during the 21 days of prayer and fasting, and it's a verse we've all heard multiple times and but it resonated to me and it let me know that yes, confidence is my word because I've one heard it plenty of times. But Philippians, the fourth chapter and the 19th verse is a verse I've been holding on to. And it says, and my God will meet all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Whenever I feel like giving up, whenever I feel like all hope is lost. One of the things I've been leaning on is like, Lord, you're going to provide all my needs. And I also have a friend that tells me all the time, God provides, God will provide. Yes, I'm a PK, don't, and, but I'm not <laughs> that PK that was so in-depth and know everything and can quote the Bible from here to there. No, I'm not there. You know, I have my past and things I've done, but I know that you can always lean and depend on God. He's going to come through. You don't know when, you don't know how. A lot of people keep saying you're doing so well with all that you're facing and all that you're going through. And the only thing that keeps me going is my faith in God, leaning on him. I have not turned away from him with all that has gone on and all that has happened because I know if he's did it before, he will do it again. It has been a time. It still is somewhat of a time. There are times where I get down and out. Most people wouldn't even know that I suffered from depression when I was in high school. Like I was always that happy-go-lucky person. I'm still a happy-go-lucky person, but I was good to cover it up. You wouldn't know that I was fighting something on the inside. And hearing a message that I heard the other day is like, we all have something going on on the inside. Somebody has something, we all have something. So what better way than to put it out there to share with one another, not saying like to share with the world, but find that person that you can talk to, that you can share what is going on in your life. It may seem like, oh, all hope is lost, but trust me, it's not. God has you. 
He has so much in store for you. He has so much that he wants for you to do. You are here for a reason. There is a purpose for you being here. We are all unique. None of us have the same story. We are very relatable, but all of us have something that we need to share with the world, that we need to share with somebody. I tell anybody, the thing that also has helped me is being in counseling. Counseling has helped me to find my voice, to when I feel doubtful, for when I feel fearful, when I feel anxious, that it has given me that door to just release it. Journaling has also been my thing. And even just doing what I'm doing right now, sharing my story. I don't have it all together. None of us have it all together. What brings me encouragement is when I'm encouraging you. Me encouraging you, uplifting you, making you laugh, making you smile. Trust me, I'm silly. I'll say something off the wall and crazy. You'd be like, girl, you so crazy. Where you get that from? But I'm here to be that person, that be that vessel that God has created me to be, to uplift and to encourage people, to inspire people, to reach out to them. And I'm learning to accept who I am. As my husband told me, he was like, you have to believe that that's who you are. And I am believing and trusting and believing. But the one thing that I could tell you to lean on is God. No matter what, he will bring you through. Whatever you're praying for, it will happen. There's been times when we were looking for provisions and things have come and we least expected it to come. We must trust the process. We have to trust the process. I know it sounds like it's easier said than done. But trust me, the reward is so wonderful when we're trusting God and believing in him. We're going to have our high days. We're going to have our low days. We're going to have those moments where we just feel like our hope is lost, when we feel like giving up, when we feel like we just want to throw in the towel. But we must trust the process. We have to go through the process. To go through the process, we have to go through seven steps of going through the process. First, we must have faith the size of a mustard seed. And that is very, very small, very tiny. We have to have faith the size of a mustard seed. Number two, we have to pray. We have to pray and believe that what we're asking for is really going to happen, that God is going to provide, that we have to check our hearts before we go to prayer. We have to ask God to create in us a clean heart and renew in us a steadfast spirit. Our hearts need to be in check and in order when we go to God and ask him to bless us with things. Number three, we have to be patient. We have to allow God to have all control and watch him work. I know that's like really easier said than done. And then we have to stay faithful. We have to stay faithful during this process. We have to trust God's time. We have to trust that he's going to bring us through just when we least expect it. And then we have to praise him in advance. You're like, whoa, yeah. Yes, you have to praise him in advance. We have to praise him in advance. We have to be patient. We have to trust his timing because you know what? If he's done it before, he'll do it again. So we have to praise him in advance. Thank him in advance. Then we have to share our testimony with others. This is what I'm doing. I'm sharing what I'm currently going through and what I have been through. Share your testimony with others. Somebody else out there needs to hear what you have to say. As I was told and heard recently that we are all somebody's miracle. You are somebody's miracle. Somebody is needing to hear your story, what you've overcome, what you're going through. And lastly, just bless someone else and bless others to have to take with you today is one trust the process. 
Two, it is encouragement forward. When I say encouragement forward, you're probably like, what do you mean? Where did that name even come from? How did you even come up with that for the podcast? I say encouragement forward because we're all in need of some form of encouragement. We all need encouragement. We're all going through some. Somebody has encouraged you in some way, shape, or form. So you should pass it on and encourage somebody else when you see that they're going through a tough season, when you see that they're going through something. So encouragement for it. If you don't remember anything else from this message or even just remember the name of the podcast, it is called Encouragement For It. And I, I pray that you are blessed. I pray that this message blesses you. And may God keep you in all that you are going through. And always remember, to trust the process and encouragement for it. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Encouragement Forward podcast. I pray that this episode has blessed you beyond measure. I pray that it has encouraged you to want to share your story or testimony so that someone else can receive encouragement too, so they can see how God has brought you through this tough season. Also, if you are a female, check out the Encouragement Sisterhood Conference. This is a virtual conference that will be happening March the 11th through the 12th. I will have a link down in the bio so you can get your ticket so you can receive encouragement as well as focus on your mental health and see that there is togetherness and you are not alone. God bless you. God keep you. Remember, God loves you. I love you and always have encouragement for it.